When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back. This is Forever Young. I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payman Dandipur. And thank you so much for listening to us. We have a very special, uh, you know, episode today. And uh, I think all of you will learn from this. The good part is we bring some real insight. Uh, And so, uh, you know, again, I think... (laughs) We're definitely excited. We have a super special guest, <laughs> dear friend, um, and uh, a new mommy, and a style. Congrats, congrats. Uh, the, uh, the, the stylist of all stylists, the okay. designer of all sty- designers, <laughs> Pia Barancini. Um, we are very happy that you're here with oh, us. I'm today. honored. I love you guys so much. <laughs> um, and honestly, we just want to kind of just talk about the challenges mommies have after they're pregnant. And it's easy for us because we see people after they've had their pregnancies. And we're like, okay, here, we can fix all these problems. But we're not there to really kind of be in the journey after you have the baby, mm-hmm. how hard it is to breastfeed and eat all the oats and all the fatty foods and yet try to lose weight and then not make your breast sag. And there's so many different things going on at the same mm-hmm. time, not to mention the hormones and you know, going through the ups and downs of, of having a baby and dealing with something you've never done before, which mm-hmm. is take care of a baby. And being a girl boss and and having a business and doing all the things you do. Um, And I know the world would love to listen to see how you're juggling all this and maintaining an amazing, healthy relationship with your really amazing (laughs) husband, (laughs) who I love dearly. By the way... He's like, you can get whatever you want as long as Dr. Pay does it. Like, which I'm like so thankful that you guys have that bond because I got lip injections when we first started dating and he was like, I don't think we can be together. Like, that's not the kind of person I want to be married to and in a relationship with. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I live in LA. Like, what are you? We have to have a serious conversation here. And so he's so comfortable with with you it. guys that he's like, oh, you're going there? Great. Like, whatever. Awesome. Yeah, he also, I mean, the whole thing has been, you know, it's so, it feels like such a shallow thing because you try so hard to get pregnant. And oftentimes it's really challenging. Mm -hmm. And it took us a long time. And then finally I get pregnant. And by the way, it was when I stopped trying and it was in the middle of COVID. So I had, I've, you know, I've always struggled my weight. I've always been 50 pounds kind of back and forth, which now I know Sounds I have like me. PCOS. Yeah. <laughs> it's normal for a man. You guys can lose it really easily. And so I I was like, I, so I was told I had to do IVF and I was like, you know what? I'm t- I need, I need six months and I'm not going to worry about this. I'm, you know, I was on the heaviest I'd been in a long time because of COVID. I got like really thin at the beginning of COVID because I was like working out and cooking all the time. And then I, and then it was like a bottle of wine a night kind of thing when we all didn't know <laughs> if we were ever going to work again. Exactly. And, and that's when I got pregnant. And I remember this 
shallow, horrible moment where I was like, oh God, I've been wanting this for years. And I was like, fuck, I got pregnant at my fattest. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, oh my God. Cause you have in your mind as I think women are used to being so in control, especially someone like me who works so much, everything is controlled and planned. And so it was my first moment of being like, oh God, I'm not in control. Okay. 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 I've got to readjust, not in control. And then when I gave birth, all of my friends said, you're going to just drop 30 pounds right away. The 30 pounds just comes off. And then you have to like work a little bit to get the last like 15, 20 off. And that's fine. And you, you know, watch what you eat for six months and you work out a little bit more and you'll be back to normal. Like no problem. And I was like, okay. And I really try to maintain that positive thinking and I'm eight months postpartum and I'm still 40 pounds overweight and it was really hard for me to get the 20 off. Mm-hmm. I think you look great. Thank you. I don't. I'm mm. like, my pants are I'm like, these jeans are killing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I'm not like, I eat really healthy. Like I'm not any, so I just found out I have PCOS. I found out a couple months ago. So now I'm adjusting and I'm on a couple different protocols, but it, that was really hard too, especially when I gave birth. And everyone was like, you need to be eating more than ever now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you have to be fucking kidding me. And the things that you have to eat, you know, you're eating oats and mm-hmm. things that are just very fattening. And mm-hmm. it's it, it's hard because you really want to make sure that you're giving your baby milk. Yeah. Because it's one of those things where if you don't, you feel like a failure. 100%. So you want to do everything in your power. But at the same time, society in the world, it makes you want to say, no, I got to lose. The, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in a day. Absolutely. It's going to come away right away, right? And then yeah. when it doesn't, so what, I, what really would the take home here, guys, is is don't feel discouraged. Take care of that baby. The mm-hmm. weight will come off. If it doesn't, you'll come see us. But that's, that's been my saving grace is really because it's <laughs> been like hard for my husband because every night like, and then I got my boobs done before I had the baby and I thought, oh, that'll be great because like they'll look more natural afterwards. But my implant is so high up on my chest and I just have these like empty bags that hang off of the implants. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that fucking backfired. <laughs> that was the opposite <laughs> yeah. plan. And, and Unintended. I, uh, completely. <laughs> and I saw it every day slowly as the milk would like, you know, when I stopped breastfeeding, it was like my boobs got smaller and I was like, oh, shit. Okay, this is like going south quickly, like literally. This is like not. And so it's been interesting, like adjusting and being like, okay, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to eat really well. I want to be a happy mom. I can't. But and so I'm going to do whatever I can. Obviously, we want to have another child. So I'm like, I'm putting all that on the back burner. And then I literally like once a week, I'm like, I can't wait until I just go (laughs) (laughs) drive to Bedford (laughs) and literally just have, you know, because at the end of the day, I am like a a forward facing person and I design clothes and, and not being able to fit into the clothes that you know, yeah, you know, I can fit into that. You know, just not feeling confident in in what I'm wearing is really it takes a huge emotional toll. Well, it, the it, one thing you have to and sorry, one thing you have to take into account. You got to preface it by saying that this is more than just post pregnancy changes, because for those listeners that don't know, PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome, yeah. and when you alter, when your hormones are altered like that, um, you know, especially when your adrenals are infected, your mm-hmm. your cortisol levels are infected. And uh, the idea is it's, it, you know, you're probably 
the resistant fat remains because it's your your the entire physiology is out of whack. Completely. So it's more than just post pregnancy changes. So this One, you this know, is I, specific. I, I, yeah, to- and and so I think you know obviously we're our worst critics, but can't be that tough on yourself because there are two different things at play. Mm-hmm. So getting the PCOS under con- uh, under control, as well as looking at you know exercise and diet and things like that, are always play a role. So I think. Um, you know, you're you're one step further behind I am, yeah. the average, but it doesn't mean that you know we lose hope because obviously treating the condition absolutely will definitely help. And now there's great, you know, I'm on metformin and mm-hmm. I take progesterone and I'm avoiding certain foods. Also, I used to work out like I would be at berries and I was doing these high intensity workouts, and now I know that's the opposite of what I should be doing. I really need to control my cortisol. That's like you know, really the most important thing to get my hormones in balance. So mm. it that's been hard mentally because it's like, I'm just supposed to go on a fucking walk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like and I'll just be like on these walks. Like this feels so pointless and I could be working right now. Like I'm so used to high intensity, high, you know, quote unquote high result. Mm-hmm. And this is a completely different practice. Truly. It was also switching like breastfeeding again eating during during breastfeeding was really difficult because i love vegetables like i love kale i like a crunchy big salad Can't have those <laughs> oh my god it Can't was, have those. she had the worst gas can't do it yep you know and yep. and nobody told me that by the way i was just went right into eating my usual yummy big salads for lunch and then all of a sudden the baby would be up all night and we'd realize it was gas and i was like oh my god it's the food I'm eating. Like I still have so much leftover breast milk, and now that she's eating solids, I'll give some to her. And she gets gassy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's tough. It's really really tough because it's all counterintuitive to mm-hmm. what you want to do, but it's important because. And again, we, we share this because I just had a baby at the same time, so I understand your pain because I saw it with with Is she my still wife. Breastfeeding? She stopped. Yeah. She stopped after three months because I think I, three months is a because good... I looked at her and I said, I, <laughs> you, have "You have beautiful breasts. Yeah. You keep breastfeeding." And again, guys, don't take this the wrong way. I'm a plastic surgeon who specializes in breast <laughs> surgery. Um, it, the longer you breastfeed and the longer you pump, this is very important. Pumps will suck the life out of you. The longer you pump, uh-huh. the more deflated your breasts will get. And this is just a known fact. Mm-hmm. So if you can breastfeed for three months, get as much of the breast milk in the fridges or freezer as you can, mm-hmm. and then let them contract in and wear tight bras, that's giving yourself the best chance to not needing a breast lift later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely going to need a lift now. That's what I did. All my friends, I just for ban- It's sad. I wanted to be someone who breastfed for a year I had that vision. That's what my mom did. A couple of my friends who didn't work were able to do that, but I didn't take a single day off. Like I haven't taken a day off since I gave birth. So, (laughs) which I don't encourage and I don't think it's cool. It just happens to be the situation that we're in right now. And hopefully it's, it won't be the, I'm like, I'm always like, but the next baby, it won't be like that. And I'm like, who am I kidding? (laughs) Cause we're really in the middle of setting up our businesses right now. Like these are the growth years. Pia um, just keeps keeps starting new businesses. So stupid. It's not she had a, she had a really good business that she still does, but she's got like 
15 more things going on. So I'm trying to set us up for our future. <laughs> Which I is, like it. I like it. You're like us. I think we, 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 we have a difficult time saying no. Yeah. And so, you know, again, <laughs> having multiple businesses as you're doing, running your practice and looking at practice expansion and, you know, opening a stem cell center and doing these things, you know, we definitely. You guys I, are opening I mean, a stem cell center? Oh, yeah. You'll, yeah. you'll be the first one to know. Mm-hmm. What do I do with the stem? What Don't do worry, I, I'll, I just I'll put them all you. over my we'll body? Put them all over you. <laughs> Where are they going? It's very everywhere, everywhere. You, know, you, you said it right before we started the podcast. You're like, why in the world do you guys have a podcast? Yeah. I could say the same thing to you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Totally. This is Dr. John Lakey at Forever Young. Hope you're enjoying the show. Dr. Daniel Poor and I will be back after a quick break. But your podcast has blown up. And tell us a little about that and why you started it and what the impetus of that. Like, what what were you doing? Because, again, we did it because we had nothing else to do, right? <laughs> so much spare time. You know, a lot of people asked us, they said, why don't you do a podcast? We love to get your knowledge and and take on yeah, different totally. skincare and, and, and plastic surgery trends and things like that. So we did it. Um, with you, yours is blown up like crazy. Well, I had a I, it's I had a blog in 2005 which was like a journal basically and I would take film photos. I lived in New York and I would go to these fun parties and be around cool people and I lived downtown and it was all really like it was a dream and I did that for, I was there for 10 years and so I've always been like a someone who really, you know, I get my rocks off on communicating and like having open and honest conversations and so I had a podcast. I started a podcast. God, I think it was like three years ago now. COVID is so like a weird time sucker. It feels feels like time hasn't moved. Yeah. I think it was like three years ago. um, I partnered with a company just to do a season and it did really well. And then the season ended and I was kind of like, maybe I want to keep doing this. And I called or I got the email of someone who worked at Dear Media which is like a great company who uh, runs podcasts for a lot of like female founders. And I knew that they would, I knew, I knew that I wanted like a partnership on it. And I was like, I, my podcast was like not a lot of promotion. I think it was like doing pretty well. And I really think that we could do something amazing together with your expertise and with what I'm doing and the people that I know and my husband and, and they were like, great. And so now I think it's been a couple years, again, time sucker. I think now I'm on my second year. Um, and it's funny because I, I thought I was supposed to have like the most interesting, you know, any kind of like semi-famous person I knew. I was like, oh, I need to get those kinds of guests on and tons of female founders. And nobody cares. They just want to hear David and I answer relationship questions. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and it's so great because we just like sit in bed and we drink a glass of wine or I'll have like a cocktail and we just like read these questions. And we it's almost like we get to know each other more because they're really specific questions that these girls are right in about someone that they're dating and should I take him back or whatever. And it's fascinating kind of like talking through those scenarios with him. And we're so busy. So it's really a nice quality time. So you're the new Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> God, that would be a goddamn train. <laughs> That's like my trigger word. I love her so much. <laughs> Except don't watch the new one. I loved it. You did? I loved it. Yeah, I just didn't like the they mitzvah. I don't know yet. <laughs> 
Mm. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that well, later. That's very New York, by know, the way. Know, like it's, these things are it was, happening. It was hilarious. It was actually really yeah, funny. Yeah, the name it's really <laughs> Yes, funny. and I want to see more big. I didn't want him to die, but that's a whole nother story. He's canceled though, so we can't have more big. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. it's all done. I think. <laughs> no, and I loved it. So the podcast has been great, and it's and then I do a lot of which I really didn't want to do. They kept saying you need to do solo episodes, and I was like, it's so self important to sit and talk to myself for an hour. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Lo and behold, I did one, and they were like, record-breaking numbers. And I was like, <laughs> really? God damn it. That's amazing. Yes. So now I do those, and I answer people's questions. I don't know. I mean, I've lived, I feel like I've had like a, I think it's, I'm 35. I've had, I lived in New York for all of my 20s. I have had multiple businesses. I've gone through a bunch of shitty relationships. I have a really good one that started out tumultuous, and now is going very well. And so I do think for women who are in their 20s and early 30s like it's the i have the perfect wealth of information mm-hmm. it's i just really so i just feel like i'm it feels very like we're all friends just talking because you're very that's real awesome. too that's 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 why you're very relatable and very real and that's and that's what it comes off and Thank still, you. you know, absolutely. Um, so what I was going to tell you is, is in, in about the post-pregnancy stuff mm-hmm. is there are a lot of little tools we have here that mm. because you're going to have another child. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're not going to ever, we're not going to talk about surgery because yeah. it doesn't make sense. It doesn't, make, it doesn't sense. make sense to do surgery on somebody who is going to have another kid or even multiple kids. Um, but there are things you can do to make yourself feel better and look better without any downtime. And one of those things is, is, and I was going to actually put you on the machine today, is M-Sculpt. <laughs> M-Sculpt is a great Everyone way. Everyone I know who's had a baby does M-Sculpt right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's really, it's amazing. The technology's dope. It's high-intensity focused electromagnetic energy. Mm-hmm. Big, big word for, you ever have like a muscle stimulation machine on you? Yeah. That basically makes your, your muscles tight, tense up. This is times a million, but on your belly. Mm. And what it does is it tightens your abdomen. So that area that was opened up when you had the baby will come back together and get stronger. It also tightens skin. Which a lot of women don't know. What's it called? Directus diastasis. A lot of women have it and don't know. Mm -hmm. It's so, you have to get that thing closed. You have to get it closed. (laughs) And that's one of those things that if you have a baby, six to 12 weeks after, whenever you feel comfortable, six weeks is the bare minimum, Mm -hmm. go do M-Sculpt. Because it Mm -hmm. really can help you build your core. I do it myself because I have really bad back pain and it helps me um, because it builds your core. But it's a simple way. It's 30 minutes. You do four sessions. You're done. Does it, it burn fat too? Yes. It does. So it increases muscle mass by 25%, burns 30% fat, and then the radiofrequency portion can help tighten skin. In how many sessions? Four. four. Okay. So, so once a week for four weeks. Great. Or twice a week for, for two. two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really mm-hmm. an, it's such a simple way to do something. And I, and I try to tell people, post-pregnancy – Get these things done and and do core exercises so you can strengthen yourself. So when you have that next baby, yeah. it doesn't get exponentially bigger. Mm-hmm. It just it just gets a little bit bigger. And then, listen, if it doesn't go back by itself and you need a tummy tuck or whatever it is, then you see your plastic surgeon and they take care yeah. of it. If not, you're done. Um, the other thing is, is, is cool sculpting. Which I did three sessions with you guys. What do you think? Tell on me. On the back of my arms. It's fucking wonderful. See, it's amazing. It works. It yeah, totally, I, I can see where on my arm I'm like, oh my God, like you, because my arms have always been so, it's my arms, and then I'm always like, my arms are hard for me. And then I'm like, well, my stomach. And then I'm like, oh, well, my under my butt is really hard for me. And my inner thighs are hard for me. But the cool sculpting was, was especially because I was like, okay, my stomach's on the bigger side. I clearly just had a baby. That's no problem. But 
like I felt like I couldn't wear anything that showed my arms. Sure. So doing that right away and making sure I felt confident with like wearing a dress because I gave birth in June. It was hot as shit until like November. That was really helpful to get that done right away, honestly. Yeah, I know it's gotten a lot of bad press recently. Lisa Evangelista or Linda Evangelista, she had the complication that's extremely rare. It's called paradoxical adipose hyperplasia. I have no sympathy for her. Yeah. She's saying she's disformed and she's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. See, I love you. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's rude and I think it's mean. And I think she has been the standard of beauty for so many years. And for her to say that she feels so ugly, she can't walk down the street when the rest of normal people like have, oh. have felt bad about themselves because yeah, of yeah, her yeah. level of beauty, I think is really, I don't, I think she's, facing real trauma. I can't imagine making money off of your face your whole life and looking at your face and not recognizing it. That's a real thing. But taking it over the top to be like a victim to something that you did to make sure you stayed more beautiful. Yes, the yes, whole yes. thing is insane to me. And yeah. and with anything we do, there are risks, of right? Course. So we know that there's a risk. I think it's a, it's a 1% or so. 1% of people that get this done may have the opposite effect, mm-hmm. that the fat that's treated will get bigger. Yeah. And that happened to her. But the company... Pay, the treatment is liposuction and the company pays for it. So <laughs> to me- Yeah, why hasn't she just gotten a lipo? She can, exactly. but- Because I think she just, I think she just let, let herself go and she's upset about it. And then she went to try to fix it and it got worse. So instead of exactly like you, just taking care of it, she wants to be a victim. And for years, people have looked at her as this like icon yeah, of beauty. Yeah, yeah. So we, you know, I agree with you. It's a tough one. I just think it's a little like, I, 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 I've, it's not in her wheelhouse to to relate to an average human, mm-hmm. so I get it. But it is really like out of touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. that is her reality, so I can't blame her for being upset. But I'm kind of like, I don't know. The rest of us have had to like walk around with average faces <laughs> our whole lives. <laughs> yeah, and look, and, and, and we're, and we're, doing okay. we're all fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're gonna make it. I don't completely. know. And well, she still looks so beautiful to me. So saying she's become a recluse, I mean, that I'm just like, what, girl? I mean, some of the things she's saying is so crazy. I mean, come on. Like, I understand. Accept it. Do what you have to do. Fix it and move on. Don't say say it's ruined her life. I lost her relationship with her son. I was like... Yeah, some I'm of the like, stuff you what? read, you were like, what's going on? I know. On? Yeah. I was like, other things seem like they're happening over there besides some fat being on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like- we hope you're enjoying this episode. If you'd like more information about our practice, you can check out our Instagram. It's Plastic Stocks, P-L-A-S-T-I-X-D-O-C-S on Instagram for more information. Dr. Daniel Poor and I will be back after a quick break. So, so tell me, um, after, so does, does Davide make dinner for you every night? Cause if he does, I want to come over. <laughs> he makes dinner for himself. <laughs> I can't eat pasta every night. It's insane. Does he, he doesn't eat pasta every night, does every he? Every day. Oh God my bless God. God so, bless him. So Pia's married to an amazing, <laughs> amazing Italian man who also has his own olive oil line and his own cashmere. He has a beautiful menswear so, brand. Yeah. And his own cashmere. It's all cashmere, right? Cashmere and cotton. Yeah, now it's turning into like a full collection, but it's a cashmere brand. So is there a store oh, that carries the stuff? Mm-hmm. He has his own store in Pasadena. No, really? It's beautiful, yeah. Oh, we got to go check this out. It's magical. It feels like you're walking into Italy. He like, he'll make you a cappuccino and he's just playing old music. It's beautiful. Oh, and is he there all day? Yep. 
Boy, I got to go check this out. It's I didn't magical. know that. I yeah. thought he had his stuff in other stores. He does. He sells at Neiman Marcus and on Forward and uh, nice. My Teresa or uh, Matches. He just, they're putting in an order, but um, he has, and we're, hopefully soon he's moving into a different store on my favorite street in Pasadena. It's like, there's a scene in Father of the Bride where Steve Martin is like driving down this beautiful street in his vintage car and he literally says, oh, Pasadena. And it's that street. Okay. It's beautiful. <laughs> Everything comes back to Father of the Bride for me. So. That's yeah. so great. So to think that like I grew up watching that and my husband will have a store on that street. I never is... knew it was in Pasadena. Oh, All these, yeah. I thought it was Northern California. It's so funny. No. <laughs> it's our beautiful little Goes suburb. to show you what I know. No, <laughs> totally. And then wait, and then the olive oil line is something completely separate. Yeah, that's... <laughs> when we started... Dating and we went to Sicily together. Italians are not very entrepreneurial. <laughs> are you kidding me? They don't want to do anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they don't want to do anything. So I would go to ceramic stores. I remember specifically, I went once, we were in Noto, and it was before Christmas. And I was like, I'm going to spend like $700 today, <laughs> like on just gifts for my friends. Like, I'm going to buy gorgeous ceramics. All my friends who just had kids, I was like, I'm going to buy little angel ceramics. I'm going to buy all my Christmas presents. I'm going to buy, I was like, and so I'm walking in, like I'm like Mrs. Big's fucking spender. And I'm like, sir, I want this, this, this. And he looked at me, he goes, okay. He goes, and he, he starts packing. He hands it to me in a bag. And I was like, no, no, no. Can you ship it? And he was like, no. And I was like, why? <laughs> then I got to go to the store. It's around the corner. I've been working all day. And I was like, do you have a website? No. Why? Then I got to hire someone to do the website. I might have to make more things. I'm already happy with what I'm making. And I remember looking at my husband and being like, can you fucking talk to your people? Like, this is how That's, am I that supposed is Italy to get <laughs> that is ceramics Italy at its finest. in LA? Like, this is crazy. Stress-free. Stress completely. <laughs> but it, it's incredible because they don't require, they don't. Like we're here saying like I'm I'm that we need to work our asses off to like what have more nice cars have a bigger house like mm -hmm. have our kids go to fancier schools like they don't care about that no. they're like every they're just happy because they're life, community yeah. based mm -hmm. they're so connected to each other and their lives that those things are frivolous so I respect it in 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 of course completely and I hope to integrate that into our child's life and and go there as often as possible and enjoy that. Um, during the summer and for Christmases, great. But I'm kind of also like, we got to get this shit going, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> <Of course>. so, <laughs> it's hard with his brand because obviously it's all made in Italy. And then I we came back one time and I was like, we need to like start an importing business. Like we need to just sell this stuff here because I can't buy ceramics and get them shipped here. The last time we were there, I was like, I will pay you up front. Here's my address. And they were like, you realize you're going to have to pay for shipping. You're like and I was like, you're like, that's fine. You fucking know I'm going to pay for shipping. <laughs> I'll like, do what are you talking it. about? And they were like, well, how are we going to, do we call, like, they didn't even know how to, like, get the UPS guy or whatever wow, it is. That wow, it's, wow. And I'm still, I still DM them, like, four months later, and I'm like, do you have my Morty statues, dude? Like, and they're like, oh, I don't, let me check. I'm going to, like, I'm on WhatsApp with this guy. Like, just give me the statues. <laughs> like, I can't, <laughs> I can't get them. So we were like, okay, we want to do a business. We're bringing the best of Sicily because Sicily is such a specific, beautiful island. And the first thing that we thought makes sense, which is the common denominator, is olive oil. And we partnered with the Azaro family who makes, they do Partana and Azaro olive oil. And it's award with some of the best olive oil in the world. It's thousands of year old trees with, they don't use any, like, they'll literally, like, we would go to the farm and the this, like, gorgeous man will be like, a little bit more pollution this year. And I'll be like, how do you know? He's like, less bees. 
And I'm like, oh, mm. wow. It's like that. Wow. And he's like hot by himself. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> It's wow. not like some weird old guy. It's like a young, like they're so, they have so much pride in their land. Of like it's beautiful. So that's our first product. And then now we're going to do pasta and like all the like, you know, olives and dried tomatoes. And then we're going to do ceramics and like full tableware. And where do we oh. get the olive oil? Uh, BaroncheniImportandCo.com. But if you're in LA, you can get it at Air One. How can oh. you really? Yes, it sells oh, at nice. all Air One locations. It sells it. at Goop.com. And there's like lots of cute little specialty stores have it now. Oh, that's so great. It sells out at Air One. Oh my God. I love this. I did that. I was like, I've made it. And just out of curiosity, how did you guys meet the two of you? He DM'd me on Instagram. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. He said, You look interesting. <laughs> and, and, and then you went out to Italy or he came here? Or was he here? He was, in, he was in New York at the time. I didn't answer him because I thought it was weird. And then he said, and clearly complicated. And I was like, I'm not complicated. And he was like, oh, I got her. And then yeah, we- yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that was the hook. Wow. That was the that hook. Is, uh, we talked for a month and then he came out for a weekend. That's amazing. And, and we broke up a few it. times. It was very dramatic and tumultuous for the first like year. And then we were like, okay, we're going to break up. We can never talk to each other again. Like, because we would break up and then we'd, you know, st- and then I'd go to New York and then we would obviously, and then I'd be like land and he'd be like, you're coming to my apartment, right? And I'd be like, okay, you haven't answered me in five days. I thought we were broken up. He's like, when you're here, you come to my house. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And so it was just like, we couldn't break it. And then uh, we were like, you know what? This is getting really hard. Let's just have one final weekend and like erase each other from each other's lives so this doesn't keep happening. And then that was like, Thursday and then by Sunday we were like okay we're gonna get married That's amazing. <laughs> and then he proposed to me like a month later no oh yeah that was September and then he proposed to me on Christmas Eve in December wow that's amazing that's I, I love, love that story I love and then I imported oh, him he was he, my first import. That's, that's, that's perfect. No, he really is. He's, you know, the, the authenticity is 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 over the top. It's crazy. And it's, that's, it's so good to see because in, in the land that we live in, it's rare to find. Unless Completely. you're really, unless you're really from, like you're from Pasadena. I grew mm. up in, in, around here. And, and it's, it's different. The, the LA is a, is a very superficial town. So when you meet people, especially to find the love of your life is very yeah, hard. Yeah, um, and somebody who loves you exactly for you, who you are. Cause I know he doesn't care about post-pregnancy changes. He doesn't give a damn. He's no, like, don't he do anything. He cares that I care, yeah. you know? Yeah, and so that's hard because he's like, I just want you to feel confident. And you know, like ultimately, I don't know. It, it, he, he, it's hard because we obviously very much like enjoy food together. And I'll be like, listen, I'm like following, you know, this diet and I'm not doing this. And like, you got to be, no, he's like, okay. And then we'll go to dinner. He's like, you should have a bite of my pasta. And I'm like, stop. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is so stupid. Huh? Stop. Come on, have a little. Like, and I'll be like, give me a break. <laughs> you know? You like, want them to feel what you're feeling. You want them yes, to enjoy and that's, it. But he does, he eats pasta every day. Um, but he also, he grew up like, he didn't have hot water growing up. Like they didn't, they could, like, it was rare they could afford meat. Before his mom died, I remember her telling me how she would fry, she told me this on her deathbed, that she would, how proud she was that she learned how to fry old bread to make it taste like meat. And she would serve it to her and she said, I would cut it in half and my husband and I would get one half and then I'd cut the other half into threes and my three sons would get the other three pieces. And she goes, it didn't matter, we were poor because we were so happy. It was just- See, that's the life though. That's a different world. You know? So he only, I remember when we first started dating and saying, what would you have for lunch? Pasta pomodoro. I'm like, okay, what would you have for dinner? Pasta pomodoro. Yeah. And I'd be like, what are you fucking saying? He's like, yeah, you just, that, you just eat pasta. That's, yeah. it's affordable. Filling, yeah. It's cheap. They yeah. would go like, 
in the mountains <laughs> and pick mushrooms and they would use the mushrooms they would find on Mount Etna for, you know, I mean, it was all. So, yeah, the pasta every day, I think, is from a taste perspective important. But I also think like soul wise, he just wants to really like be. Keep that tradition yeah. that he's had for him for cooking years. that he turns music on. He pours himself wine. It's, it's amazing. Whole, that's his like meditation. I love it's it. life. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a great way to do it. I eat chicken with steamed vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> and does your mom eat with him at home? Yes. Because your mom's the skinniest person She doesn't eat very much. She's not. She's like a bird. So he forces her to eat. Good. You got to do that. Keep keep her stimulated. Always. Yeah, yeah. And when's the next baby coming? I think we'll try probably the end of the summer. Carmela turns one in June. Awesome. So, I don't know. You have just enough space in between. I know. I mean, listen, we did 18 months apart. I think I'm glad now being, you know, where they're at and where they will be. Mm -hmm. But... Boy, oh boy. A lot of my friends accidentally got pregnant at when they had like three, four, five, six month year old. So I So you're being very careful. Yeah. 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 Also, literally, like, and again, it sounds so selfish, but like I will not get pregnant again until I get the rest of this weight off, at least 30 more pounds from a safety perspective, sure. from a health perspective. Sure. I'm not I can't add more weight to the weight that's on me. I don't I don't, I, I want, uh, I don't want to get gestational diabetes. Like I want to have a healthy, happy pregnancy with no other complications. It's a smart way to do it. It really is. You know, I see this is almost gone. Yes. Oh my God. All my bad tattoos are gone. I can't yeah. believe it. this one. I've tortured the absolute living <laughs> oh my God. hell out of this poor girl. That was, those I are, mean, a lot of torture sessions, but, the, but it really is almost fully gone. That's awesome. Nothing is worse than the pain of a tattoo removal. I know. Mm. We've, we've kind of gotten a little bit better with, with numbing medicine and stuff like the that. The numbing is great, but the annoying part is, is like the one on the finger, I can feel the, the needle going in between yeah, like yeah, the yeah, bone yeah. and the skin. Yeah. <laughs> no, that looks really good. Yeah. It's completely, it's, yeah, there's like only the tiniest bit left and it really doesn't bother me at all. Amazing. I know. And you're done breastfeeding, so we can give you a little Botox. It's been a while, right? Please. Uh, yes. I was like yesterday, I was like, why is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I can see my eyebrows in my eyes. That's perfect. A little <laughs> bit of Botox. Let's get you on the M Sculpt machine. Uh, you know, I every think time I come here, I'm like, what can I do? Absolutely, yeah. no, do it. It's, it's. I think. It, I think it's really important that after you have a baby, um, you've got to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you don't have time to do anything. You really don't. Between when you were breastfeeding and you, and you, you got also. By the way, look at my melasma from all the stuff you gave me. I know. From the which it was looks my molasses really, was really, so looks bad. Really, the creamy really gave good. me than using your vitamin C every morning. I love it actually. You, awesome. I didn't, didn't think to think yeah, about it. I had. It was. I thought it was cute and charming. Like it didn't. It was crazy to watch my face become a different face. But I was like, oh, it's cute because I'm pregnant and it was in right. the summer. And I was like, it almost like, kind of looks like freckles, like whatever. <laughs> but it was like a full map of like. Yeah, it's crazy. It was crazy, and it's tough because it really. It's it, you can't. Sometimes you can't even cover it with makeup. You cannot it's cover so it with makeup. Tough, tough I had to really but. just own that. But I knew, and I remember you telling me, you're like, I can get rid. Like your confidence and being like, we can fix it. I was like, oh, it's not like the weird end of the world. Like, we could fix it. You gave me that cream, and it was like so quickly it started going away. Thank God. It doesn't always work that way. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, listen. It, it, sometimes it's tough to get rid of, and so the very fact that it did, amazing. Yeah, I think it was that one-two punch of whatever you put me on at night and then the vitamin C serum. Yeah, yeah. That, that Triluma at night. And my mom's like, obsessed. Oh. She took it from me, it's the hair stuff. Okay, I'm going to oh, give you some more. Amazing. All right. We'll <laughs> I'll give you a big she box. Totally, whenever I come home with stuff from you guys, it goes straight in her fucking bathroom. I love I'm it. Like, yes. I'll give you a bunch of it today. Mom, yeah. it's the, so the, funny. the hair stuff is great because we're, we're using, you know, it's it's 
this that's on my desk right here. Mm -hmm. It's basically a supplement that replaces all the vitamins and minerals that you need for hair growth. And it, it to me, again, I've got a nice full head of hair mm -hmm. and so does Dr. Lakey, but by taking this stuff, you keep what you have so you don't lose more. And that's what's important, I think. Yeah. So, you know, especially for, for I love that there's ashwagandha in here too. You like that, huh? Ashwagandha is magical. Everyone should be taking that. So I'm going to yeah. give you some of this. Take it. It's good. Especially after pregnancy. You know, after pregnancy, your hair falls out like crazy, like clumps. I didn't have any, thank God. Thank God. Because it was my biggest fear. But you do PRP for that, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I've never done that for you. solution for everything. No, there it is. Mm -mm. We should that's do that. I've done it on my face, but we not should do you it. do it in your hair, We should hair, do it right? one of these days. Come in and just do microneedling your face or 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 Morpheus, and then I'll inject some in your scalp. What's Morpheus? Morpheus is microneedling with radio frequency at the end. <gasps> it's sick. You should do Skin it for tightening. Sure. Yeah, it's good. What other kind of laser things? What did my friend do the other? Oh, did you do clear and brilliant? So I think Morpheus is significantly better than okay. clear and brilliant. It seems like it would be because yeah. then you have the microneedling. Yeah, it's okay. sick. You'll you'll love it. I mean, it's it's a little more painful, but we numb your face Whatever, okay. and you'll be fine. No, we'll set all this up. <laughs> I have pain. a feeling you can tolerate it. I've got She's one. Easy. I got my yeah. breasts done. This is how crazy I am. You'll love this. I had I had a meeting, my like monthly meeting with the people who do LPA with me in the afternoon. And there was no other day I could do the appointment. And I didn't ever want to cancel a work meeting because of something I was doing that ultimately was, you know, like a shallow thing. I love you. So I That's got amazing. my boobs oh done, my had my mom pick me up. <laughs> she dropped me off at my office. She sat downstairs. I did my two hour long presentation, like quarterly meeting and then got in the car and went home and slept and then went back to work on Monday. Absolutely. <laughs> no excuse. Amazing. I mean, there's no excuse for anything. <laughs> a true boss. I mean, that's, I mean, so that's normal. I told them later, they were like, what? And I was like, you didn't notice that it was like hot outside. I was wearing a puffer jacket. I, <laughs> that's so funny. Bandage. Yeah. They're so, like, so we the just boobs. thought it was a style thing. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the boobs, the boobs breastfeed. Could you, by the way, did you breastfeed? Could yeah. you breastfeed? Yeah. Yes. So there's, there's a good one right there because people ask me this all the time. If you get a breast augmentation, can you breastfeed? Oh, I was like a champion breastfeeder. So, and it's and it's normally about twenty five percent of the population can't, regardless, and that number doesn't change after breast augmentation. So, mm. for those of you listening, if you get a breast dog, you can still breastfeed. Oh yeah, it was like Easy. totally no problem. Yeah, I just will tell you again, don't breastfeed for too long because it'll really stretch your breast. I know up. now that I'm gonna have to get a lift next time. Don't worry, we'll like take so care of that. Annoying, but we'll just yeah. we'll just put that on the little docket. <laughs> you know, <laughs> actually, I'd like to ask you this. Because no matter how much weight I lose, I still have like, it's like my upper thigh goes like into my, I would love that like taken out. And then my stomach, because of PCOS, I always gain fat there. Sure. So I'm not worried about removing the fat from there because it's annoying that it's always there. Would you just put that in my boobs instead of doing an implant? I would love that. Absolutely. That's it better. all depends. Again, depends on the look you're going for. If you're looking for a more natural look, yeah, take the implants out, just inject it with fat. How long it, does the fat stay for a long time? Normally about 10 years, about 60% about for about 10 years. Hmm. You know, it depends. Again, it dep if, you, if your weight fluctuates, if it, let's say we inject the fat and you lose 20 pounds, well, the fat can all go. Yeah. So it all depends on the look you're going for. If you want that pop, if you want a lot of cleavage, if you want upper pole fullness, or you want just, just to be fuller, more natural, and still tight. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that when the time comes. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So fascinating. Should we go do Botox? Please. <laughs> uh, well, listen, you know, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on. Of uh, course. It was fun. I mean, we should do this once a week. Uh, yeah, you know? I, love I would love to come stories. here once a week. I, we should. Love, I love hearing the stories. I mean, I now I understand why your podcast is and so successful. And thank you successful. for what you did to my mom, by the way. Of course. 
She's so like, who do we have on today? Hi. Yeah. <laughs> so we have Pia on today. Um, and you'll be able to listen to this very soon. Thanks for coming on. So much boob talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, once again, this is Forever Young. I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payman Danielpour. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Peace. And thank you, Pia. It was thank great you. To have you. Of course. Thank you. From iHeartRadio, Forever Young is a Cavalry Audio Golden Hippo production. We are produced by Brandon Morgan. Josh Windish does our editing and mixing. Payment and I serve as executive producers along with Dana Brunetti and Keegan Rosenberger. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.